This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 65, your top six excuses for why you can't speak English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Do you make excuses for why you can't learn English? Today, hear the six excuses we hear most often and how to make sure these don't hold you back. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. How's it going, Aubrey? How are you feeling today? I am excellent. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, sometimes when I talk to students or our listeners, for example, who want to start a course, I hear excuses. Do you ever hear excuses? Yes, for sure. And I make these excuses myself, right? When it comes to learning French and Spanish, I find myself making excuses for why I don't spend the time that I want to and why I'm not hitting my goals. We all do this. We all do it. This is a human thing, right? And we have a quote we want to start off today's episode with because the really successful people in the world, they maybe they make excuses, but they follow they they just go past that. They do it anyways, right? Yes. Yeah, so here's our so, quote. I attribute my success to this. I never gave or took any excuse. And this was by Florence Nightingale. That is really motivating. She may have thought of excuses, but she never followed through on that, right? She didn't accept that as a reason to not do something. Yeah, it makes me think of the whole stoicism movement, right? I haven't read a ton about it. But this idea that people just, you know, things are hard, but you just move through it and you remain stoic and you just get your work done. Exactly. And that is, I mean, that really does work when you, instead of focusing on everything that's difficult, and we certainly have excuses we could make if we set that aside and instead focus on the goal, focus on what we can do, we actually get stuff Mm -hmm. done. Yeah. And once we start making one excuse, it becomes easier to make the next and the next and the next, right? So don't go down that path, guys. So we're going to call out a few things today, right? We're going to call you guys out. You know, these are some of the things that we have heard over the years from students. Let's get into it. And if you're hearing yourselves making these excuses, guys, go the other direction. Yes, exactly. Okay. okay, so the first one, this is very common, mm-hmm. is I don't have any opportunities to practice my English oh. with native speakers. Mm. We hear that a okay. lot, right? So we're able to spend time learning through podcasts, but we don't have a chance to speak to natives. And so mm-hmm. we let this hold us back. 
Right. But it's just not true. There are a lot of places online where you can go. You, I mean, you may have to pay something, right, to talk with a native speaker. Right? People are busy. But if you go to places like italki.com, you can hire a native tutor, a native speaker, and you can get on the phone with someone. Or Aubrey, do you think it is even necessary to practice with a native speaker all the time? What do you think? No, that's the thing. We do these clubhouse rooms and we'll have a couple yeah. of native speakers in there and we'll get them started. And then so many of our students and listeners are able to stay and practice speaking together. They're right. all, you know, at intermediate or higher level. They're learning from each other. I think it's so, it, you're, it, you're wasting such an opportunity if you feel like you can't practice and learn from other people who are also learning English. I know. And the other thing is, I know you guys, a lot of you are doing business internationally. And that doesn't just mean you're doing business with native speakers. It might mean you're in Taiwan, you're doing business with someone in Brazil, but the, the language is English, right? So you do need to get used to hearing different accents and, and using that international English. I think that's where we're moving as a world culture. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think v mm -hmm. you just can't find it anymore. A company mm -hmm. where there aren't international um, employees, language mm -hmm. learners from all over the globe. Sure. So yeah. I, I think that's the norm, which I'm very excited about. I love the diversity of the yeah. language and cultural diversity. So yes. I think you're right. You need to plan on having that practice mm -hmm. often be with someone who's not a native English speaker. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Let's go into the next one, Aubrey. This one is I have no time. Well, you know, I actually was on the phone with a student this morning <laughs> who brought up a version of this excuse. He said, I have, I'm too mobile. Uh, this was the, mm. the student I was mentioning is a, is a pilot. So obviously very, very mobile. Um, and <clears throat> I encouraged him. He decided in the end what he was going to do was he was going to do the courses on his iPad. He realized that he could do that in the airport. Yes. So he, he, at the end of our call, he recommitted to his course. And I was so proud of that attitude that he took towards it. Instead of giving up or trying something else, he said, oh, actually, I can use my iPad. I can be mobile. I can do this when I do have time. Yes, exactly right. This excuse of not having time is just not true for any of us, even the busiest among us who have lots of kids, lots of responsibilities, we can carve out even if it's just five, 10 minutes a day, that still is building a habit. It's amazing how much you can do in 10 minutes a day. You can listen to a podcast, you can find time. I think it's really key to look at your daily schedule and carve mm -hmm. out that time and whatever is most important, prioritize that. Do it first yeah. and make your language learning that priority. I know. And you're the queen of this, Aubrey. If, if anyone can do it, you can. I mean, you have four kids and you're always off playing sports, playing volleyball. I don't know how you do it. You do it, though. So it's it is true. possible. And you to have do a have to get life. creative, right? There are mm -hmm. times where if I'm helping my seven year old twins with their homework, really, mm -hmm. I'm just a presence there to make them feel supported. So yeah. I sometimes will have in an AirPod and I'm listening to like a podcast in French, That's which good. is taking about half my brain. And then I'm also there if they need help because they yeah. should be doing that work on their own. I don't yes. like think about it's interesting because some parents would be like, oh, you need to be 100% there for your child. They don't care. They need to be mm -hmm. learning how to do this independently. I'm just sort that's of really there good. as a support. That's really good insight. I feel like that's going to raise very strong kids, strong yeah. and smart and independent kids. We could talk about that another day, but that's really good, right? You don't have to be 100% in that situation, you can multitask and that is okay in, in so many situations. Yes, right? exactly. Right. And I know a lot of parents debate about this, but I am right. fully on the team of I like multitasking it. so that I can <clears throat> still be learning and, and getting some other things done while still be, being there for my kids. Right. There's, oh, I, I see that. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> That's so good. No, absolutely. That's fantastic. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so the next excuse that we see, we're going to run through a few of these, is I have no money. Well, Aubrey, I mean, there's a lot of different price points out there in the the world of learning English, and you guys can find something that works for you, right? And this podcast is free, right? All There's English is totally free. Yeah, there are so many free resources out there. Online Clubhouse is free. That's an excellent Mm -hmm. resource for learning English. And there will be, like we were saying, where you're speaking with other language learners, but there are also tons of rooms with natives where you can listen and go up on stage and chat. So many free resources. It's true. And Clubhouse is free. Instagram is a great place to learn. We're over there, you know, five days a week, practically. So go over to the socials. Check out the socials, right? Okay. Next one is, I'm shy. I can't start conversations and I don't know what to say. I think this is the hardest, right? And we all go through this to get to that point where you feel confident enough to jump Mm -hmm. in to a conversation with natives. That's a pretty Mm -hmm. big gap, especially for someone who's shy. So I think Mm -hmm. this takes a lot of advanced preparation. Yeah, for sure. Be prepared. And we did talk in episode 48. Go back to that one. What to do if you're shy. I think you and I recorded that one today uh, together the other day. Yes. Uh, yeah, what to do if you're shy. There are very concrete things you can do. We won't talk about them right now. But go back to that episode and listen, then come back here. Okay, yes, good idea. All right. Yeah. What else? Okay, the next one is I can't understand everything people say. That's just going to be the case forever. Uh, and I, I'm sorry to tell you, like, I'm very fluent in French. And every now and then there's a word I still don't know, right? So if yeah. you're feeling afraid to enter conversation because you won't understand everything, you cannot let those fears stop you. You have to jump in mm-hmm. anyway. Don't be afraid to ask someone, what does that word mean? Or to repeat something. No one minds. Yes. We're just excited to make those connections. Yes. And you don't want to spend your whole life on the outside of social connection, right? We are all about connection, not perfection. And that means you need to step forward, step into that group and, you know, understand the general idea that is enough. People want to know you. So let them know you. Yeah. And I think the hardest thing there is there is not that much practice out there of listening to native Mm -hmm. group conversations at regular speed. A lot of podcasts are scripted. A lot of, you know, for language learners, things are slowed down. So one thing you can do, we have an amazing product Mm -hmm. for with Mm -hmm. group conversations. If you go to allearsenglish.com slash fast, this is the best practice for learning how to understand multiple speakers in a native group context. And then you'll feel ready to jump in. Yeah, that's so true, Aubrey. There's not a lot out there to practice that kind of style of speaking. So go get that, guys. Awesome. And then the last excuse that we hear, Aubrey, what is it? Yes, it's no one corrects me, right? That mm. I that I don't have opportunities to have my grammar corrected. So first of all, you can go find a tutor or a conversation program to get them to correct mm. you. But also, you shouldn't be emphasizing this so much, right? Every exactly. time you're chatting with someone, your goal shouldn't be to have your grammar corrected. 
connected. The goal should be making that connection. Connection. Exactly. That's exactly the way I see it too. Because if you're expecting every time you're talking in English that you'll be corrected, that means you're still thinking of English as a classroom activity, as an academic. But we don't think about English that way here at Allers English. We think about it as a connection activity. So shift your mindset and then stop worrying about that. And then there is a time and place, like Aubrey said, to find a tutor, but it's not every time. Exactly. Yeah, this will happen again on Clubhouse where students will will want to have their grammar corrected. And Mm -hmm. often that's not the venue for it, right? Instead, you're answering interesting questions. You're having these interesting conversations and it can Mm -hmm. derail it if someone wants to stop and correct someone else. So yeah, think about what's really the value we're getting out of this. And if the value is to meet other speakers and to learn interesting things about them, the focus shouldn't be on grammar correction. Right. And I would just say one more thing about that. This is so good. Think of yourself on the same level as that other person. Once you expect corrections from them, the power kind of changes. It's a weird yes. change of level. It's, it's awkward. It's weird. We don't want that. If you want to have a healthy connection, you've got to feel like you're on the same level as that person in yes, general. Exactly. Right? It's hard to see each other as equals in a conversation yeah. where you're learning one from another right. if one of you is sort of subordinating yourself to mm-hmm. ask for corrections. Ooh, so instead, yeah. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So to become a subordinate or <laughs> yeah. like an underling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I right. love that. Yeah. So we don't believe anyone is in that position, guys. Right. So be an equal, connect. That's what we're going to end on today. I love it. So good. So yes, good. Exactly. So if you have found you yourself making any of these excuses, today is the time to turn it around. Stop allowing an excuse like this to be your crutch. Take mm-hmm. our advice, right? And get over that and and definitely make those efforts to to practice, to speak instead of making an excuse that keeps you from progressing. Yes. So good, guys. Make sure you follow Allers English. We come out four days a week with new episodes. It is awesome. And check out the next episode because next time we're going to talk about how not to respond to a greeting in American English. I'm excited for that one, Aubrey. It's gonna oh, yeah. Be good. It's going to be really good. Awesome. I will <laughs> see right. you there. I'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.